What's going on? AJ here, and this episode of the SD Geek Podcast is brought to you by MUZMM.com. For 20% off your glorious backpack duffel bag hybrid, go to MUZMM.com slash discount slash SD Geek Pod. You can also use the discount code SD Geek Pod at checkout. We appreciate you supporting us in the show. And again, that's MUZMM.com slash discount slash SD Geek Pod. Now on with the show, you gorgeous bastard. So I've never understood why bottle caps are are the currency in the fallout series i'm pretty sure somewhere in the lore it's explained and <laughs> sure. somebody's gonna yell at me for being for not knowing right but i would think in the in a nuclear holocaust like a after nuclear war has wiped most people out yeah that the currency would have some sort of practicality like it would just be trading like scraps of metal so you can build armor or some shit. Like, why bottle caps? Essentially so, you're right. I mean, other than, like, Nuka-Cola's the best. I, I can't think of any other good reason for it. Do they you know use, what I mean? Do they use them as coins for for vending machines? or Like, I don't know. Right. Is it, well, that's true. I, I would imagine before the Holocaust happened or whatever, before the apocalypse occurred, that um, there weren't vending machines that would take anything like that. So it doesn't really make much sense. But I mean, very true. I guess I'm cool with it. It's, it's a cute idea. We were talking about it a little bit earlier. Yeah. It's a it's a fun little novel idea and everything. It is, yeah. It's... When I was five, I considered starting a bottle cap collection. It shortly died and turned into pogs. But I mean, hey, maybe um, the one with the best slammer wins. And in this case, I don't my know. My sister used to collect rocks. <laughs> nice. She would just we would go hiking, and she, my little sister, would just be like, "That's a really pretty rock," and she'd take it home, and she just had a bunch of fucking rocks in in her room. That's kind of sweet. I mean, I, I, you could it's a good excuse to like throw a rock at her and be like, "Hey, it's for your collection." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would have done that as a kid. Yeah. I was that asshole. There's a. No, I was that I'm little. Not, brat. I'm not going to bring that up. There's another. Speaking oh. of throwing rocks. I mean, we are on the we're recording the podcast. Might as well. <laughs> I have a bad rock throwing so, story to you. I'll, sister, I'll follow you. Okay, up. good. Okay, so just one more. First of all, I was a victim here. Oh no, I was a little shit in mine. But go ahead, tell me your victim story. <laughs> My sister story. got angry at me once, and she threw her rock at me. Oh shit! One of the, like the bigger ones, <laughs> and like it landed straight on my ankle. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. Like I saw it land straight on my ankle, really uh-huh. heavy, and then I was like. I was like in shock, uh-huh. like just in my mind. But then I, I realized that I was fine. Like it didn't hurt. Like I felt like I felt like something. It should have felt pain. Sure, sure. And then I wasn't even I wasn't even angry. <laughs> like she threw it at me and ran off because she knew she was gonna be in deep shit. But sure. I just like walked over to, and she, she would she would run to my mom's room immediately, being like, Ah, Peter did something. I didn't do anything wrong. Of course. Um, you know, like siblings do. Like it's right. his fault. I didn't do I anything. Didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> And I wasn't even mad. I should have been, but I was just surprised. I'm just like, I'm just moving my ankle around, walking in the room. I'm just like, hey, so she threw a rock at my ankle. Right. I'm fine, but <laughs> but like, yeah, probably should talk to her about like, that. Can, can we get her grounded or yeah. something like that? Mm-hmm. Like at least a day. <laughs> that's insane. But you were okay. Totally, I was perfectly fine. Well, I guess you have. Maybe that's your superpower. You didn't know it, but you actually have pretty strong ankles. My my mutant power is actually way lamer than that. What's that? <laughs> actually, it kind of goes hand in hand. So uh, when I had a, uh, I had a root canal once. Okay. And like after he he, or in the middle of the root canal, the the dentist told me that I didn't have regular tooth anatomy. He was like, hmm. he was like, I've never seen this before, but your tooth has two roots. Whoa. And that's not normal. <laughs> I've never looked it up. He could have been bullshitting me to charge me more because he ended up charging me a root canal and a half because Jesus, of it. Jesus, wow. Yeah. So, I don't know. But it, it, to my knowledge, that's my mutant superpower. I have super teeth 
roots you know two roots is my favorite hip-hop artist of this day actually <laughs> so there you go yeah nice two roots all right no longer pee fresh mm-hmm. okay so my rock story I, it just i was a shit little kid i think i was in like fifth grade fourth grade something like that elementary school middle school whatever it was me and like three other kids, and we were just bored after school one day. We were waiting for our parents to get out of like a PTA meeting, Okay. and we, were, we, we didn't know what else to do. We were chilling, and we found this kid who was throwing rocks in the park, in this one par- area of the parking lot of our, of our school. So we decided, and eh, why not? We'll throw rocks with him. Now, where we were, you can kind of, okay, so there's the asphalt area that is the parking lot, and outside of the rim of the parking lot, there's like this trench which is where all this loose gravel was, hence the rocks that we were throwing. All right. So we were laying down, belly up, or belly down on this trench. I guess like a war movie, I guess, but it was really that dramatic. <laughs> That's what the Not way I'm yet. picturing it. Exactly, right? Yep. We were just throwing nades. But anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, we were, we were throwing these rocks, and then one of us got the dumb fucking mm. idea of throwing it as an Astrovan was driving by. For Ooh. those of you who don't know what an Astrovan is, because you were born after the Stone Age, it's this <laughs> gigantic, ugly truck, I think made by GMC. Uh, I think you, it's a General I Motors I think you car. might be right, yeah. Something like that. It's a big, ugly brick, gigantic thing. Think of like a Scion, but twice as big. It's it's just kind of gross looking. Scions less, are kind of cool, less though. windows, I think. Uh, maybe, I don't know. It's a sliding door, I'm pretty sure. Something like that. Yeah. Two back doors. It was almost like a... I guess Chester the Molester kind of van almost yeah. pre that or post that. I don't know. Either way, so that's not pertinent, the design of the car, the body of the car. But we got the dumb idea to throw rocks while the car drove by. Ooh. And we did. And rocks smacked right up on the windshield mm. and made huge cracks. Like oh, huge. Like we could have hurt somebody. Oh, yeah. We probably. were dumb and we didn't really think about the consequences before we did it. As I was children often neglect. Yeah. yeah, I was a fucking fool. Or admit. incapable of in some cases. Right. You're just caught up in the moment. You're, when you're a kid, that you just don't think things through at all. You're, just, you're living in the moment. I barely do nowadays. So to give myself credit <laughs> yes. of thinking I would have back then, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an impossibility. So, yeah, we did it. Smashed the window. And immediately the car slams on the brakes. And we book it. Oh, yeah. And As there's you should. A, yeah, there was a chain link fence. We climb over it. Run. I could have got away with it. And then I ended up running to the worst place I could have, which is in the office, which is where, like, the principal, vice principal, and everyone hang out. Oh, yeah. The, everyone. And um, and you have this the, guilty look on your face. You're, you, you, you open the door, you slam it behind you, and you put your back against it like a cartoon. Kind of. <laughs> the thing is, right as I ran in, the lady whose van that was oh. was talking, like... To the office, I guess, workers, the receptionists of the school. Right. Right then and there. And like, and then she looked at who opened the door and it was me. And she was like, and that's one of them. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and I was busted. Mm-hmm. Caught so bad. Yeah. Straight up. It was pretty bad. Yeah. It was not a proud moment of my life. I've had many unproud moments and that's definitely one of them least i can say i don't throw rocks at cars anymore but yeah that was my shithead story that's of, good of rocks never that's again good. welcome to the sd geek podcast everybody we occasionally talk about movies gaming comics and tv shows not so much today we're, nope. we're kind of we're kind of um main topic free in this one yeah pretty much it's pretty it's pretty we're keeping it loose today yeah john is gone he's still working with the gerbil that's in his ass yep he might stop by he might, he might yeah if you hear a faint scream in the background that's probably him. yeah he may say something we'll see <laughs> we'll, we'll see we'll see if we can get him on right yeah, have a cameo appearance <laughs> 
But um, so one thing I did want to talk about that you brought up earlier was Tokyo Game Show 2019 came by. Oh yeah. By the way, I'm Peter. Oh yes, and I'm AJ. We are the hosts of this episode or of this podcast. Uh, the guy that we we're talking about earlier, John, with the dribble up his ass that he's still working on. <laughs> he's the other co-host of this show, but he, unfortunately, he's no longer with us at the moment. At the moment, at the moment, he'll be back probably. Rest in peace, his asshole. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, Tokyo Game Show. So, have you mm-hmm. seen the demo for Final Fantasy VII? Fuck yeah, I am. I've seen that shit over and over and over again. Aerith looks or. or I, however you want to pronounce is it Aerith or Aerith? Apparently in this version it's Aerith. Okay, gotcha. Well, she looks amazing, first of all. She She's the lady looks of my dreams. Absolutely gorgeous. Yes. I mean, don't get me wrong, the Tifa a fictional is a 10 out of model. 20. Or a 20 out of 10, I should Tifa, say. Tifa, I think, will always be my waifu for laifu. Like, straight up. My, my, my anime bay. She could, she's Even beautiful. she's in a video game. She's a sweetheart. She'll fight your battles for mm-hmm. you, quite literally. She's sporty. <laughs> Yes, she, exactly. She's not ridiculously overproportioned in this game, which I'm fine with. Right. Remember there was like some backlash that were just like, they made her boobs smaller. It's like, well, they made her more practical. It was kind of impractical before. Right? She's not like... Uh, exactly. She's not supposed to be some supermodel babe that happens to fight, even though she happens to be that pretty. Yeah. At the same time, I just she looks like a regular, just super pretty girl. It seems like one of those, like, why is this such a big deal? Who cares? Exactly. Why are you making this? Why are you even pointing this out? I didn't even fucking notice until there was a controversy about it. I mean, the thing is, these people that are complaining about it are complaining because they're looking at the original PlayStation 1 designs of these characters, which they had, what, five polygons to work with per character? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to complain about character proportions, who's complaining about... Cloud's arms anymore, you know yeah. what I mean? That His dude looked like a arms. freak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And mm-hmm. he's a perfectly well-proportioned guy now. If anything, yeah. for, uh, I mean, again, if you want to complain about proportions, talk about Cloud, who's, you know, he's got a little bit of muscle tone to him, but he's all around kind of lanky and scrawny a little bit to a degree. Yeah. And yet he's able to handle the buster, the buster sword. So, yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, the only one that looks like he can handle... Like the what the weaponry they carry is probably Barrett because he's just huge and a broad, bulking guy, you know, yeah. bulking guy, if you will. That's a bit. There's some controversy there too, and that one the I whole, think has a bit more merit. The whole Mr. T thing, or what? The whole way they portray him as an African American man. Well, I mean, maybe he's, a he's bit be, stereotypical. Apparently, like the Japanese version of him, the writing was more stoic. Okay. And a lot more deep of a character. Okay. But in the American translation, they decided to make him more Mr. T-like for the time. Um, that it oh, was, we're that, talking that, about that the original. It, oh, Final Fantasy VII, okay. yeah. But, and the, so, but it seems as though with this remake, they've carried over the spirit of the American version. Yeah. Which is fine, because I, I've heard it, the voice acting is amazing so far in the demos that have come out. I think, that they've shown on the, on, the, on the show floor. I think in the demos, yes. Mm-hmm. I think in the trailers, they were kind of cringy. I got like Advent Children vibes and the uh, voice oh, acting. At that. least the American voice acting sure. was, wasn't very good. Well, I, I, I would script, say to a degree. I, it was, I think mostly it was the script. It had nothing to do with the voice actors themselves. I think the yeah. script was really weird. Or maybe it wasn't translated well. I don't know. It wasn't the best follow-up to such an amazing game. But I but I will say this, though. I, I, own, I own like three versions of that movie, though. I, geez, I, I think I own two. <laughs> I, owned, I owned the original shitty DVD version. Yep. And then they ma- released the Blu-ray, like the complete version on Blu-ray. And I exactly. have that one, too. Yeah, okay, cool. I so, tried watching it a, like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it doesn't age well? Well, I will. I will say this though. I will still watch it for the CGI spectacle that it is. Because even though it, ha- there it is are, great to look at, 100%. there is there, there is CGR nowadays that's more of like um, it's it doesn't. I mean, even though for the time it was trying to be more photorealistic, mm-hmm. nowadays there are obviously are way more photorealistic CGI out there. 
um, and, and that's great and all, but for it being based off like an anime or JRPG kind of art style, I think it still holds up to a quite a degree, and I, I look forward to the next time I get to watch it, just for that alone. I mean, I, I could care less about what Kadaj was after and all <laughs> that. I, I'm looking forward to the fights against Kadaj, the fight against, spoilers, Sephiroth coming out at the end, and all of a yeah. sudden going insane dun, and dun, 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 using um, Fenrir dun, dun, slashing through buildings and shit. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, pretty cool. It was so amazing. The voice actor that got for him I thought was fucking fantastic, by the way. I will never be a memory. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was so sick. Yeah. I miss that. I mean, Cloud was a little moody for my taste in that in that movie, but in the same time, he kind of was moody in the, fir- in you know the original game. You know they got returning voice actors for this one? Barrett is a new voice actor, if I'm not mistaken. He sounds very similar to his Advent Children voice. I, I agree. I think, because again, they're still going for that spirit, yeah. but I but I think I, I have heard that he is a different voice actor. Um and I want to say in this recent uh, demo that they showed, Reno seems to have a different voice actor as well, yeah. who plays uh, Axel in the Kingdom Hearts series. Yeah. He is, I'm sorry, I should say in Advent Children, it's one voice actor along with Axel in Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. In this movie, yeah, or in this game, he seems like a totally does, different actor. He also did Raiden in the Metal Gear franchise. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I was not familiar. Crazy. Mm-hmm. That actually, yeah, I could see that because <laughs> the voice actor that plays Reno. Um, and all that, and Axel as well. He seemed like a very wild card kind of guy, which I think would fit Raiden very well, right? And whatever his name is. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think that could actually be really, really cool. Um, but it is unfortunate. I was looking forward, because I'm even though Reno looks amazing in the demo, I was looking forward to that voice and I didn't get it. But yeah. at the same time, I'm sure once I get into the You'll game, get used to it. yeah, exactly. It won't mm. be a big problem, even though I think that voice actor produces a lot of personality and characters. 100%. Mm-hmm. And Reno's kind of a wild character. Right. Good times. Hell yeah. Anyway, the demo. Yes, the demo. <laughs> Did you see... Uh, okay, so the, the uh, Reno's partner, the, the, the tall black guy. I think he's black. Turk. Turk, thank you. No, wait, not the Turk. No, 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 no. Sorry. I forget. Turk, he's wearing Turk, sunglasses all the time. Turk's the name of the, the, the group that he's part of. Oh, okay. Why am I drawing a blank on this? Oh, they're not... Um, Whatchamacallit? They're not... Um, Soldier or anything like that? They're the Turks. Oh, okay. I, I never I never beat Final Fantasy VII, so I don't Motherfucker. know. Motherfucker. I know. I appreciate it for what it is. I am offended, not because you didn't play a great game, but <laughs> personally because it's probably my favorite game of all time. It's up there. It's pretty close to it at the very least. I've been considering buying it on Switch, even though I own it for PlayStation 1. Rude. That's his name. It was driving me crazy. Rude. The bald guy. Rude. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Well, anyway, um, I-, I loved the part of the demo where he's straight. <laughs> it- there's a battle scene, and it's live action battling. And there's Aerith in the background. She's like doing her thing. She she fights really cool in combat, too. And I'm, I'm sure she'll be the healer and all. But anyway, you see Rude grab Cloud, Cloud by the ankles and, like, and swing, swing him around. around. <laughs> and just like throw him so... into a, like, a wall or some shit. He threw him into Aerith. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Aerith <laughs> caught, her with him, caught him with her face. It, it was amazing. Yeah, it was pretty so I, mean, I I thought that was really really cool. The graphics, oh my god, the summoning oh, yeah. looks in fucking Ifrit. We saw Shiva. We mm-hmm. saw the, the the lightning horse whose name I don't remember. Ooh, you got me there. But um, Shiva though was that the the one that kind of was like it was a nighttime scene, but it was like a luminescent blue Shiva's kind of color. Ice lady. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh my god, that looked amazing. Yeah. It looks gorgeous. Like I mean, I'll be honest. In the back of my mind, I was like, I can't wait till this is on like next gen. I think, I, but I have a strong feeling for Final Fantasy VII. They haven't confirmed anything yet, but I could totally see this being a cross-generation game. Like, play it at 60 frames per second, guaranteed, if not maybe 120 frames per second on yeah. PlayStation 5. But PS4, it'll probably run natively at 720p at maybe 60 frames per second if you're lucky. But that's just me. 
Yeah. That's just me. But I, I'm just judging it by what look we've seen. pretty gorgeous. It, it looks really well, we're good. We're coming pretty close to the end of this generation's life cycle. So honestly, this is around the time where developers are so familiar with the hardware that they can really start pushing it to its limit. So well, it wouldn't surprise me if that's what they're doing with this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, now that you bring that up, I mean, that is one thing that I, I love about, I guess, console generations in general would be that, like you said, by the like you know, the last quarter of a life cycle of a console system or um, over lifetime is when developers really learn how to utilize everything super well. I mean, Unreal 4 has been out forever now, mm-hmm. uh, which I believe is what a lot of people are still using. Oh, yeah. So <clears throat> with that, they obviously know how to re- utilize it super well. Um I forgot the point I was going to make. <laughs> oh, yes, okay. But I will say for an early last generation title that I think holds up pretty damn well to this day, especially with the Definitive Edition, is Gears of War 1. Like, that game to this day still looks really fucking good. Mm. You don't think so? It's, I, it's I been a while really since does. I've looked around it, but I do remember the fucking the, the color palettes of that game being very dark and very drab. It was just brown everywhere. I don't know if brown Sepia and, would be the tone I'm going for. Dark shadows everywhere. True, but I, I will say there were some good fine details. But I think that color scheme really helped it, though, mm. for the time. I think it helped it Gears not look quite as bad. Gears 3 was a lot more colorful, but it still kept a very dark just tone to it. Did you play Gears 4? Uh, I No. Oh, it's, 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 I didn't it's play worth anything playing. past 3. I didn't play Judgment. I didn't, I didn't play Judgment play either. 4, and I... Okay. I might jump into five. I hear five? a lot of great things about oh, it. Oh, I've been wanting to jump into five. <laughs> this is the first Gears title I haven't bought day one. Hmm. And it's kinda it kinda makes me sad because I really wanted to. I actually went to Target to try to pick it up and no one decided to help me. I picked up like the little phone to get customer service. No one answered it. So Damn, that was kinda sad. So I, I I just I went and then I left. It was it was as simple as that. I was like, "Well, damn, okay, I guess." First boycott Target. I guess so. I mean, I I mean, I I worked there for several, a couple of years at least. But even still, either way though, that game looks really cool. Gears Four though is a good testament to great hardware and okay. great graphics. I would say because it does have a, a good mixture of really dark color tones, mm-hmm. but then you get bright, broad daylight where mm-hmm. where the game truly does look pretty gorgeous. I'll say it, it rivals a lot of anything that's out there right mm-hmm. now. So, so in, in Gears of War's defense, the first one anyway, I think that was a very early 360 title. So they were it was probably like year one and a half or so. Yeah, they were probably still figuring out the hardware, and so they kind of just did that to because they didn't really know how to push the boundaries oh, on it, which oh, is fine. Sure. And it, it's still a great game. I think it's still I, honestly, I still will stand by saying that I think it does look good for being such an early generation title. Mm-hmm. It does contest pretty well I've to what we see today. I've always loved the multiplayer in Gears. Oh, of it's course. It's so different from what other games do. You don't see a lot of third-person shooters. No, like that, ever. That, I was just going to say it's one of the very few. It's, only, mm. it's the only third-person shooter I can think of off the top of my head that I play as much as I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, compared to anything else, I should mm-hmm. say. It's really good. The cover-based system is like as tight as it could be, I imagine. No one else really does it quite as well. Or if they try to, it's pretty much exactly the same formula right i don't know one thing i will say i missed that gears of four i don't believe had um was a sawed off shotgun i think it was gears three had it that's gears where it, three is, had it was it. introduced yeah. that's where it was introduced and i really liked it even though it kind of sucked i think i liked it a lot i think the nasher overall was better had better range oh yeah and it had almost just as good damage you might as well play the nasher but it was Oh, it was inconsistent. So sati- it was extremely inconsistent. Mm-hmm. But something like it was so satisfying as far as just getting that random plug. Like someone just comes around the corner and... And then boom, you just see their head bah, pop. Just 
complete one-shot kill. Oh, I know the Nasher can do that, too. Mm-hmm. For those of you who are lost in what the hell we're talking about, it's two different shotguns the in the gears section. so fun. It was really Because you cool. just see them explode. Yes. Like, they're just boom. <laughs> like, like Rambo. Like, yeah. when he gets the machine gun, they just... Poof. They're just not in... They're just in shambles. There's no existence anymore. They're gone. (laughs) They're done. (laughs) It always... It also felt... Because if you had a Nasher and you were going up again... Okay, so this is a a news light episode, so we're probably just going to be shooting the shit for this whole thing, honestly. Yeah, we're having fun. Fuck it. it. We're having uh, some Angry Orchard. I'm having a rosé. I'm having a regular one. I was rude enough to ask if Peter had alcohol, and he supplied me with some. Thank you. Sorry it couldn't be anything better. No, no. I've actually been wanting to try this. I, I don't mind rosé wine actually, okay. so it's nice. It's nice. I'm one of those. I'm, I'm one of those wine snobs where it's like, okay, this is a wine cider, and okay. it's also in a bottle. You don't drink <laughs> wine in a bottle unless I'll you're trashy like the, me. I won't. I'll go off on this tangent another time. I've already, I think that's enough. You, if, you, if you remember to go back to it later, I'm down to listen. Most definitely. I'll probably bring it up again. We'll see. We were talking about Gears of War. We're yes, going to add something War. to it. Nasher? Okay. The, the, Sawed off? It was always so fucking... Like, on paper, if you had a Nasher <laughs> and you were going up against somebody with a sawn off, you should win those firefights. Of course. You just got to time your, your shots correctly when they're trying to rush you. Mm-hmm. So it always felt... I always felt so ashamed whenever I let somebody with a fucking sawn off get to me. Unless they creep on you. If they surprise you, then Sometimes. That's, that's what it is. That's on me, though. I'm not being like aware and shit. True. True. You're and not checking your corners yeah. or anything like that. You're getting too close when you could totally play the long distance game with a Nasher. Do you have Xbox Game Pass? I don't, but I've heard it's amazing. You can, you get Especially Gears Ultimate. 5. You get Gears 5 on it. I think I'm going to do it. It's like $20 <laughs> a month anyway. Yeah. And you get what else? Yeah, I mean, you get Xbox Live with it also, if there's, I'm not mistaken. I think there's two ways you can do it. Um, you can do Xbox Live. You can do Xbox Game Pass. And then mm-hmm. I think you can do them both and you Which save. Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. And I think you save like 5 bucks a month or something like that. At least. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, from what they announced at E3 this year, I, I, again, for those of you who are screaming at us, let us know um, at at SD Geek Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Let yep. us know. But um, um, it's like 10 to $20 per month for Game Pass Ultimate, mm-hmm. which is Xbox Live included and everything. Yeah. That's insane. That's pretty good. That's what... So what, 20 times 12? What is that? That's an, that's an extreme savings of money. That's insane. Yeah. I think that's pretty cheap. I mean, if you get... Considering what you get out of it, that's a lot of free games. I mean, you're and, not wrong. And, and um, I mean, AAA titles at that, too. A lot of good ones. A lot of good first-party titles. See, that that's one thing. I mean, this generation, a lot of people have said that Xbox doesn't have the best first-party titles. And while, to a degree, I, I can agree... I think the problem is, is that they're too samey. They're mostly shooters True. and racers. True. They're more geared towards, like, an American audience, I would say. Yeah, I think that's I could be say. wrong. Maybe I'm racist. Maybe I'm prejudiced. Maybe I'm ignorant. No, I think that's... Ab- Absolutely fair. Because the, the, I don't know. I had this realization like two or three years ago. I was like, when the fuck did the PlayStation be, become the home of like Japanese RPGs and shit? Like mm-hmm. they all come out on PlayStation. Happened during the PS3 era, man. PS2. And well, you know, the Xbox 360 had some good JRPGs in there here and there sprinkled out. Last episode, we you talked, talked about, about Lost Odyssey. Oh, yeah. Um, a huge one. I don't know if you've ever played the Tales of sagas at all the series no but i know of them and i know how big they are they're definitely worth playing sir there's a new one coming out uh tales of arise i believe that's actually going to come out for xbox one and ps4 side by side so i'm excited for that for sure um but that had um the 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 360 era had tales of vesperia but there were like 
at least two, three other Tales of games that came out within that single generation that the Xbox just didn't see. Yeah. So it is unfortunate. But at least they had they had one exclusive Tales of title for that okay. generation. But they later on did release a definitive edition just this, just this past year, actually, for Switch mm. and PS4 and Xbox One. But it still, it took like a decade to make it happen. Damn. Either way, but like you said, I mean, I, for some reason, maybe it's because it's Sony. Mm-hmm. They're able to have more of a Japanese market. I, I'm not sure what the situation is, but yeah. they, they just have more exclusivity that's more appealing, I suppose. Well, it is a Japanese company, so it would yeah. make sense. That- and Microsoft's American, yeah. so I mean, I guess I, that makes sense as well. But at mm-hmm. the same time, you would think you want to be as varied as possible, because it wasn't that long ago that the 360 was king. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Outside of the Wii's quick romp that it had. Yeah, yeah. It seems to flip-flop back and forth. Every console generation, it was PS2 was the king, then the next console generation was the 360, and then it's kind of flipped back to PS4. I think every console has its hits, because, I mean, if you think about it, PS2 was the king, but I would say, man, I can't think of a title that was more successful that generation than Halo, Combat Evolved. Yeah. Like that critical claim, that huge widespread craze that everyone had, that, the midnight launch, like that created the midnight launch for gaming. Yeah. You got to admit, Halo well, 2 midnight launch was insanity. Honestly, that franchise, at least in the early days, is what made Microsoft and Xbox survive. Of course. They're like of course. They, Without that, I don't think they stood a chance against Sony. No. But they knew how to make a pretty compelling campaign for a first-person you, shooter and amazing multiplayer. Do you obviously. know the full story about that? Did you know that Halo was not supposed to be a, was not originally supposed to be a Microsoft title? All I know is that originally it was probably going to be a PS, uh, I'm sorry, PS PC title and a, more of a third-person shooter kind of thing going on. It was on. originally supposed to be on the Macintosh. That's as what a, it was. As a matter Thank of fact, you. as a matter of fact, there's a. I think they announced it at one of the the keynotes um, for for Apple. They they announced Halo. Yes, I've seen the old gameplay of mm-hmm. it. They ride around in a warthog in like a huge, almost open world aspect. Yeah. But then again, even in Combat Evolved, the first Halo game, um, the levels were some of them were quite expansive though. Oh yeah, for, that was for one of the, the for the generation draws. for the time of it. Mm-hmm. It's I mean even today there are plenty of games out there that don't have levels nearly as big as some of those. Mm-hmm. I, I'll say. I mean I don't know. Um, Am I thinking, is there a level called the, libra- the library or something yes, like there that? Is. There's that one. There's the beach levels where you're on Halo and everything. Yeah. I don't know. There's just, they're, they're just some huge levels in that game for such an old title. And even then, I mean, obviously those graphics have aged, but for the time, they were spectacular. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm still thinking of getting those random shots with the, with the pistol. I missed that. <laughs> Did the you, two times zoom in. You have oh. the Master Chief Collection, right? Yes. Did you ever play through the campaign for Halo 1 and Halo 2? Just touched it for fun, but never took the time to beat it. So they have this toggle feature where you get to switch it from the new graphics, the updated graphics, versus the old graphics. I'm familiar, yes. It's fun to do. And it is, especially in some levels. you you Because in, in your mind, you remember the game... The, the original is being awesome and being like the graphics being cutting edge. But when you toggle toggle it, you're just like, holy fuck, this level looks like shit. <laughs> there's, there's so much empty. So much empty. Yes. There's just nothing. There's right. so much of nothing. And then you toggle it back and you're just like, oh, there's actually stuff here. <laughs> exactly. Like you could see what, what they're able to do with newer hardware and adding yeah. more details to everything for mm-hmm. sure. Like, wow, this level has a whole new breath of life now. It's super cool to see that vibrancy happen over the course of a generation or two. Yeah. 
Okay, so we've been all over the place. Yeah. Can we go back to Gears of War for a second? Oh, please, please. Did I ever t- Did I ever show you my... Uh, I don't think you've ever been to my house. Um, I have that... When Gears of War 3 came out, they had this really cool, like, Marcus Phoenix uh, statuette kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, with him, like, standing... With I know a, exactly a what you're talking about. Plugged. So I, I, I bought it. This is when I still bought collector's edition stuff. I have it's it. a good collector's edition. It's a really item. good one. Uh, I've... At that back in those days, I bought a lot of collector's edition stuff. Most of them aren't worth it, but that one one hundred percent was. I, I think agree. it was three hundred bucks Jesus. or a hundred. No, no, no. Sorry, one hundred and fifty bucks. I wouldn't doubt it was three hundred though. The the I love the detail to that figure. So I have a funny story about it. Please. So I went to GameStop to pre-order that version as soon as I they announced that it was a thing. Okay, I put ten ten twenty dollars down, as was the 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 norm for some i think you had to put ten dollars down on a regular sixty dollar title and then you had to put a little more if you were gonna be uh if you're gonna pre-order one of the collector's oh, editions yeah, okay yeah I, I so gotcha. i did that and then a few months later but uh, still prior to the launch i fell on some some hard times financially and we so i went into the GameStop and i was like you know what i'm gonna cancel that pre-order and i just want to get the the regular sixty dollar version okay and then the dude, uh, he pulls up my my name and my my file, and he's like, "Are you sure? Because <laughs> you only have like fifty dollars left on it." Oh wow! And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, according to this, you only you you're only forty dollars away from just paying the whole thing off." And I was like, you, you, "What?" <laughs> like I was like, "You got my <laughs> name? You got my name down right?" He's like I, I was like, "This phone number like this?" And he's like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Uh." Okay, never mind. <laughs> and I just kind of walk out, and I called like everybody I fucking knew who I thought would like because it was around the, the game came out around my birthday as well. Sure. Um. So I called my mom. I called my girlfriend at the time. I called my sister. I'm like, did you guys pay off this game for me? And the, nobody. I don't know what the fuck Whoa. happened, but it was it was like in Monopoly when you pull that chance card. Like the there's a bank error in your favor, <laughs> right? It, it was so, it was like that, and I'm just like, fuck it. I guess I'm getting this after all. Hell yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. All you have to pay is fifty bucks. That's amazing. Yeah, that's freaking cool. Mm-hmm. Wow, Good times. that that was like near the end of the three sixties uh, generation, if I'm not mistaken. Gears also, Gears three? three. At that point, I want to say maybe because Gears four was well. Yeah, I want to say it was a few years before we got Gears four. Several years. Because then after, oh no, no, Judgment was the end of the three sixty era. Pardon me. Yes. Pardon there we me. Go. And even still, there might have been a couple of years after that anyway. After Judgment, for that yeah. matter. console generations are getting longer and longer. Right. Though, you know, I, I definitely skipped Judgment, but I heard, just because it seemed like not worth getting into. It was like after three. Right. I heard the multiplayer was, was fun, though. So did I, and I heard the Which, game itself it's wasn't all that bad, but it was like, I didn't care. Right. I didn't care about a fucking game about Baird. Yeah. Who, I didn't give a shit. A prequel with starring him. It, Not that it, he's a bad character, but it's like, I don't give a shit. Right. Like, he's a cool, fun character to have on the squad, of course. It's yeah. cool to have him around, but I don't need to follow him. I think it focuses around him and Coltrane or something I, like that. Because he's maybe. on the, Coltrane's definitely on the cover of these of the console. Yeah. Or of the game, I'm sorry. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. Because I, I think they're on a squad it, when it's, they It's a prequel, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. It is. Gotcha. That's why I was just like, I didn't give a shit. The story's already wrapped up. I don't give a crap about a prequel. Exactly. Now, but I, I will say this. So if I may, Gears 4 is definitely worth the investment, especially now that it's probably dirt cheap, I imagine, <laughs> and included in, on Game Pass, obviously. And then top of that with Gears 5, but yeah, I got to get into it. That's one campaign where it's just silly, crazy, dumb action that I just love it, and the graphics happen to be awesome. Mm-hmm. And the multiplayer, obviously, is super cool. So, I mean, I, I got to get into it. Again, I am kind of sad, though, that... 
I'm not as hype as I am. I, <laughs> I am hype. And again, I tried to buy it, but it just didn't work out. So now my hype has kind of waned. Right. But I do want to get down on it. It will make me get Xbox Live again. <laughs> just for that game. Right. For sure. Just because we're not going to get a Halo anytime soon. I think Infinite isn't due out for... I don't. Do they even have a release window for that? I don't believe they do. I know they They're, showed off a little, a little cinematic, light gameplay. If you're probably going to announce it for the next generation, I, that's going to be a launch title for that. I'm fine with that. I'm not in a big hurry for a Halo title, even though it's like my reason to own an Xbox solely. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, at the same time, I'm, I'm cool with waiting another few years if it takes that long. I don't think it'll take three years. I'd say by 2021 we'll probably get. I'd it. I'd say another year. I think. Oh, okay. Because I think they've already announced that that's when the next console generation is going to be coming out. This E3, we're going to see launch titles at E3. The, totally. Like, there's no way we're not going to see what they have cooking. Didn't E3 pass already? Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying for E3, sorry, oh, for E3 2020, the, okay. we will now, we will see everything that they have oh, coming yeah. up. Like, and beyond, I hope. Because, I mean, they already talked about the next Xbox at uh, E3, so I, I'm looking forward to seeing what it's capable of. But from what I can tell, it seems more based off performance and, like, stability rather than making graphics as lifelike as possible, yeah. which is, is cool. It's kind of like a PC upgrade at that point. You don't necessarily have to buy into it, but if you want things to run as smoothly as possible and have as much bullshit on screen as possible, buy in. And, years, and that's what I plan to do. A few years ago, we had what I like to call the, the indie renaissance, sure. the, the indie game renaissance, and there was so many games that kind of went back to the nostalgic 8-bit, 16-bit like graphics and gameplay. So play. many. And that just goes to show you that graphics aren't everything. Oh, absolutely. Or special effects, for that matter. Mm-hmm. In movies, particular. <laughs> oh, he's calling me out right now. <laughs> Go on. It's all about how it makes you feel. Sure, sure. I just will just saying. say a movie that had questionable levels of CGI also in very few scenes made me feel much of anything mm-hmm. besides disappointment. <laughs> Anyway, go back to this last episode if you want to hear more about that. Exactly. I think Please we talked do. To it, talked it was, about it ad nauseum. It was a fun episode. It was. I'll give it that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I, I would say, if I may, I mean, as far as bringing up the indie renaissance, I think Super Meat Boy, as far as that level of graphics, kind of contributed a huge factor to that as to why we have games like Celeste, like Owlboy now, um, The Messenger, just to name a, a very yeah, few. Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight, for one. that matter, mm-hmm. which is extremely acclaimed. Why didn't we get Shovel Knight for Smash? Yeah. We're not going to. He's a trophy. <laughs> We're not, yeah. He's a trophy, but maybe Smash. What is? What are we on? Smash 6 now If we're after Ultimate? I don't know. We're on the fifth title, I don't if I'm know. not mistaken. Since, since you brought it up. Sure. I don't know... If they even should do another Smash after this, not anytime soon. They like, how are they gonna t- like? They have the entire roster in Ultimate. Like, if anything, they should just expand on Ultimate indefinitely. As long as they can keep it going, yeah, yeah. Even into the next Nintendo console, just yeah. keep it going. Just fucking do it. Keep it going. You, there's no way you could top it, right? Make sure it runs at uh, 120 frames per second on the next console, and that's all we really need. I think their next move, honestly, if they were to make another Smash title, they would remake Melee. That is the way they should do it. And then everybody would hate it because every that's just the way the world works. Everybody's right. going to hate it. Some people will celebrate like us, I think, but other people will just downplay and it yep, so hard. They're they're just going <sighs> to... It is the, the competitive Smash title. Don't get me wrong, though. I love Smash Ultimate a lot. I think it's super fun. It's 
I mean, I'm not great at the game, but it's the most time I've ever spent in training mode for a Smash Brothers title. Right. Otherwise, I just thought training mode was boring before that. <laughs> Especially for that game, I was like, I don't understand how this game works. Yep. But it's it's really really fun. I think they did training mode very well in this title. And in ultimate. Yeah, training mode so. sucks in Ultimate. What are I you mean, talking about? I, there are definitely some things that could be improved. Like instead of having to scroll to certain percentages you want your opponent to be at, mm-hmm. it would be nice if you could just go in like maybe ten percent increments or you so. You can't set them to. You can't set the opponent to dodge. You can't set them to like fucking to uh, di to directional influence. Like I, I it agree. fucking sucks. I know, but even, but it's the it, best it that ever. Even has been. count your combos correctly. It's fucking dumb. I've heard that some combos are just not real that it displays. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then some things that do combo don't display as com- it's the it sucks. Oh really? I yes. didn't know that. That that if you are you could actually have a true combo, but it won't count it as yes. Such? Wow, it's horrible. Wow. Well, you heard them, Nintendo, or you heard him. Make it happen. <laughs> Yes, please do. Jesus Christ. How am I supposed to know if my Captain Falcon combos are connecting or not? (laughs) No, no, that's a good point. Like, if we don't have the right data, then, I mean, what are we doing here? Mm. That's a a great point. Practice against people? I don't want to do that. I don't want to talk to people. You shouldn't have to, for that matter. (laughs) Training mode is a training mode. It's a solitary event. Mm. I mean, it is fun to be able to have, you know, someone to help you test stuff out with, but it shouldn't have to be mandatory in order to understand how the game works. Guys, we're talking about video games. This whole episode has been video game talk. We don't talk enough about video games. Yeah, we don't. We don't talk about a lot of things I'd rather talk about. I mean, comics, manga, anime is something I'd like to talk Mm. about more. Video games especially is something I'd like to talk about more. It's just a matter of taking the time. The thing is, video games usually require quite a bit of a time commitment. And if we're trying to yeah. air these bad boys once a week, it can be kind of hard. However, we could always plan for like, okay, yo, Gears 5 came out today. Mm-hmm. We'll cover other shit in the coming weeks, but six weeks from now, let's get the review done. You yeah, know what I mean? Maybe. We could. It wouldn't be such a bad idea. We could probably work that. We could. We might be able to swing that. Yeah. Maybe okay. if it's like a hardcore JRPG, maybe not. That's, <laughs> that could be like a 70-hour investment. Yeah. But... Gears 5, just as an example, I imagine the campaign's probably no more than about 20 hours. Probably, I think that's probably very generous, that. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, just throwing that out there. But, it, yeah, no, no, I, I'm, I'm glad we actually get to talk about this yeah. a little bit. So, let me go back to the one we originally were talking about Final and Fantasy? glossed over completely. What? Yes, Final Fantasy. Okay, please, talk about it. Let me know. Okay. What are your feelings? First of all, you're still a horrible person for never finishing it. I agree. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the one. Okay. The the big announcement um, coming out of the the Tokyo Game Show about this game is that your players are actually going to have the choice to play it as the more Kingdom Heartsy action RPG, mm-hmm. or play it traditionally like a, a turn based uh, ATB, which is so sick. I am super so hyped about sick. this. You get to use the ATB gauge, mm-hmm. turn-based, classic oh, yes. gameplay. I am so freaking hype. Hell and I yeah. also like, okay, in the trailer we see two things that I, I, I'm i glad they confirmed. They showed Cloud turning into a frog. <laughs> yes, they did, yes. Because in the original you can do some goofy-ass shit with your materia setups. So <laughs> and like turning into a frog was Well, just that's a materia the, thing? Yeah, that's just the tip of the iceberg. You can do some dumb shit. Um and then also that uh, Don Corneo, I believe his name, that yes. you, you see him in the trailer. He looks great. And he's, he, he does look good. As sleazy as ever. As sleazy as ever. <laughs> and, he's, and, and I'm glad that they're not shying away from the more silly aspects of this. Yeah, 
I really hope they dress Cloud as a girl. They're having fun with it. They better. They yeah. better dress him in drag. They I want to see that boy work. They it. showed when they showed Aerith. Was it was Aerith in this one, right? Mm-hmm. They showed Aerith in her her red dress or outfit, which mm-hmm. the the those who have played the original will know that's leading up to the darn Corneo scene. Um, so hopefully that means yeah, we get to see Cloud dressed up as a girl. And it'll be, be really so silly, and it'll be really hilarious. Heck yeah. Just like it was in the original. He'll look fabulous. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say. He'll look great. If anyone can rock it, it's him. God, that's so great. I'm, I'm, I'm so ready for this game. But I, I love that you brought up the fact that you can play live action or, um, or like more of an action-based JRPG or turn-based. Mm-hmm. Because it kind of opens up the doors to either, I, mean, I, mean, I guess really, just have two different playthroughs mm-hmm. and see what you prefer for yourself. Yeah. Like, I really look forward to seeing what the new version is like, mm-hmm. but also kind of revisiting days of old, you know? I don't oh, know. yeah. I'm uh, super hype about it. it. And the game, like, I mean, obviously, if you're just looking at it, you don't need us to tell you. It looks great, mm-hmm. graphically, anyway. I just hope that it upholds the same legacy that the original did, but it seems like they're doing this extreme so the justice. the finish it. What's that? Says so the guy who didn't finish I, it. I know, but How far I, did you I'm, get? I'm just... What's that? How far did you get? I left Midgar... And I got a little outside of that. You, you, you don't even, you don't even fucking know, AJ. I look you forward to learning. I look forward to learning. You don't even fucking know. I look forward to learning. How stupid, ridiculous this game gets. <laughs> you don't even fucking know. It gets because I got it, to the tower defense stuff. That was fun. That part is fun. Also, pretty ridiculous. That mini game. By the way, there's mm-hmm. mini games in this. You see, yes. Tifa doing pull ups. It is mm-hmm. clouds doing the squat competition with that one bodybuilder dude. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Uh, hopefully I get to snowboard. I want to be able to snowboard. There was another mini game I'm forgetting, probably. I'm sure they're going to pack him in. Yeah. Maybe it'll be like a fashion show for, for Cloud as he dresses in drag. Oh, Who knows? That'd be so funny. That'd be freaking down. I'm in. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm all in on this. I'm so fucking hyped. The more <laughs> I see. I was very skeptical at first, but now like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very hyped. They, it just goes to show that for like those couple years of silence that they had about the game, it's all been worth it because they've actually been working on it and making it look amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait. And it's going to be great. Tetsuya Nomura that was also finishing Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. He was working on both titles simultaneously and... He and Final Fantasy 15, for that matter, oh, for a yeah, while I too. About that, yeah. He, for a bit, he was doing that. Mm-hmm. So uh, busy guy, yeah, busy guy. But it goes to show that it was worth it in the end. Definitely, the music sounds great as oh, as always. In the demo, they play the freaking the, the Mako reactor. Oh god, this music and it's so fucking good, so good. I'm so excited. Right in the feels. Mm-hmm. Gosh darn it! If you don't shed a tear, I don't know if you're human. Yeah, you may not be. So, what do you think about this, John? I don't give a fuck. Thank you, John. Cool. <laughs> so, thank you for contributing. Enjoy your gerbil. Yep. <laughs> As per use. God damn. Was there anything else? I mean, uh, I can't okay, think. I'm, okay. I'm happy for Tokyo Game Show. I am. Okay, so. Please. Death Stranding. Got a oh, gameplay trailer. I, I did see a little bit of gameplay. Yes. Yes. It's weird. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> it's I, weird. What I. Maybe I didn't. I know I definitely didn't catch it from the beginning to end. But what I did see was a guy, Norman Reedus, running yep. through an open expanse of land in this hilly, rangy area. And the graphics looked all right. And he slides down a hill. He goes to like this little city that he sneaks into. And then I turned off the Twitch stream at that point. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I'm intrigued by the game. I'm curious of the game. I want to know more about it. But. I didn't really see much. Maybe I missed something. See, that's the thing. Okay. 
maybe I brought this up previously on the pod, but Hideo Kojima is a fucking madman. Like he's he borders on insanity. Like honestly, it's like there's there's that saying like there's a thin line between genius and crazy or some shit. I butchered yeah. that quote very badly. He's but an the, artist, but yeah, like he's some of the shit he's done is just so outside of the box. <laughs> like you don't you don't even fucking like know how to react. And I feel like this is him unhinged. Like this is him going full Kojima. Full Kojima. Full Kojima. Never want to go full Kojima. I don't know <laughs> if that's going to be a good thing or a bad thing. I will say this. My hope for the game, my absolute hope is that I mean, let it be bizarre, let it be weird, well, let it be trippy as hell. But I just hope that for as huge as as this game seems to be, that it, it, at the very least, it gives players that are dedicated to it a lot of things to discover and very, do. Very, very true. That's all I'm hoping. And the for. reason I bring it up on that same note is Metal Gear Solid Four in particular, and I'm and even Metal Gear Solid Two. Probably three. The trailers for those games were very, very misleading. Very <laughs> misleading. MGS2 made you think you were playing a snake for the whole game. And you play him, if, if you're quick about it, you play him for like an hour. Wow. Yeah. And MGS4, they all of the trailers show one location. That location you pass in like two hours. And then there's like four other locations that were never shown. It's so... I feel like the marketing for this this game is is going to be the same. It's going to be very misleading. Gotcha. Or at the very least, it's going to be withholding a lot of information. For sure. So I'm pretty excited. I'm a okay. big fan of Kojima. I love the Metal Gear Solid franchise. I never finished 5. Uh, I've heard it's huge. I started it, but then uh, then I heard it, the ending felt incomplete because that's oh, wow. when Kojima was getting fired. Mm. So he never really got to finish the game. So that kind of killed my my motivation to finish the game makes sense makes sense um, i agree but with that. yeah one through four i absolutely adore they're they're great i love them even two when it's probably the weakest of all of them but gotcha. i still enjoy two for what it is what's the one with the right in revengeance what's it called yeah that was like the solo i don't think it had anything to do with I, that. i've heard that's great though i've heard it's a really fun action game i've heard that too but is it I by didn't platinum games now that i think about it i want to say it might be a platinum's game game i don't know maybe i'm wrong it was a 360 game it was. Yeah. That's so true. Maybe, I, don't know. I don't know. Just curious. Anyway. But no, no. I mean, I've heard, from what I've seen of Death Stranding and what I've heard, it seems very much like MGS5, actually. Yeah. That's what a lot of people are saying. And mm-hmm. from what I've seen, it they're, they're right. But again, oh, really? I don't think we should trust anything that this man shows us. True. I mean, he might use similar mechanics, maybe, slightly. Engine maybe looks as similar far as, at the very least. What's that? Engine looks similar at the very least. Sure, sure. But I, I will say that there were some fun little details to the game that I that I kind of liked. Like, for instance, Norman Reedus, he's, you know, jogging around everywhere. He's going through this hilly range. But then all of a sudden when he's going downhill, his his steps will become more short mm-hmm. because he's trying to, like, control his body going yeah. downhill as a normal human would be. So just those little fine details that Kojima decided to add in is kind of cool. Like, I mean, whether it's his idea or the team, probably his. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying um, I, I like that. So I want to give him at least credit for something cool like that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it, it seems intriguing. I want to get weirded out by this game. I wonder how long it's going to be, though. Like, how really long he'll stretch out this campaign. I just hope it it feels like a solid beginning to end. But it also seems like a game that... I don't know. I feel like it'll take multiple playthroughs to really get it. I mean, who knows? Maybe it'll be super straightforward. multiple playthroughs to get a lot of the MGS games. Oh, really? Like, they're... 
This storyline is so fucking complex. It's not just a stealth-based game? There's more to that? There's, more to it than that? The, the story, at the very least, is so much so bizarre. <laughs> it's so weird, but I love it. That's cool. I love it so much. I'm down. And it concluded in a way that was much better than Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, that sucks. That's also a weird storyline. Yeah. Well, like you talked about last episode, our buddy Glenn, who played through every single title leading up to it, was still kind of confused himself. <laughs> it's so weird. So, Tetsuya Nomura, what's going good. on, bud? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not even sure if Tetsuya Nomura knows exactly what's going on with that. Yeah, I don't I, I don't think know. he just decided, like, well, fuck, I gotta finish it. I could probably spend a whole podcast talking about why that franchise just fell apart. And, and it's too bad, because it was, once upon a time, one of the most beloved franchises of gaming ever. Ever, ever. Sora's still a very recognizable figure. He's a very popular character. He's and still who, the character who, I want in Smash over anyone. Does, yeah. Who the over fuck doesn't anyone. love Disney? Disney's so recognizable. Yeah. Especially now. Has been for decades. Absolutely. It's so, I, yeah, I could spend a whole podcast talking about that. Seriously. And how disappointed 3 made me. Oh, I'm sorry that it happened to you. At this, It took so long that all my hype died for the franchise anyway, so it really wasn't that bad. But it was dis- it was disappointing. I feel you. It just didn't hit me as much as it probably would have if the sequel came out maybe two, three years after the second. Sure. I get that. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up really quick, um, since we're talking about Tokyo Game Show and some Square Enix games, GRPGs in general, it's just that um, I, I was talking about it with Peter, but um, apparently Final or Final Fantasy, sorry, uh, Square Enix has this gigantic sale. I mean, it's not an ad. They're not paying us to say this. I'm just, a, we're fans of gaming in this podcast. Yes, we are. Uh, us hosts are. And Square so, Enix, once upon a time, was probably my favorite company. Yeah, as a lot of people's. Mm-hmm. I don't think to a degree, I mean, they still produce great content it's just sometimes too far too few and far in between but i've heard i mean obviously they're putting a lot of effort towards seven but i've also heard final fantasy 15 is spectacular as well yeah i haven't played it myself i think i have it but i well oh really you you purchased it but not actually bought it yeah gotcha okay or i took the time i'll get around to it eventually well speaking of that game among many others pretty much any game that square enix has published uh, let alone developed, um, is on sale right now, at least for PlayStation. I can't speak for Xbox. If you own an Xbox, I would definitely look into it. But there's like a huge sale, like any game, like, um, I don't know, from the to- from Tomb Raider to any Final Final Fantasy like modern game that you can think of to uh, Just Cause, which is something they also published but didn't exactly develop, if I'm not mistaken. That's, I didn't know they published that. Oh, yeah. That's surprising. Most definitely. Um, Crystal Dynamics developed uh, Tomb Raider, but Square Enix published that one, for example, those last three games that, that came I out. Knew, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... Really, anything you could think of for Square Enix, look up, look it up. They have it, and even more games on top of that. They're, they're like a lot of Star Ocean games. Again, if you're a fan of JRPGs and even stuff outside of that, I would look into it right now. Go on your PS4 and buy it. Or if you don't own a PS4, they're not that expensive right now. You can get a lot of intro games on the cheap. Um, so I might just throw it out there just because I want to take advantage of it. If you're someone that wants to up your gaming library digitally anyway... I would highly recommend it. There, there's a lot of good prices on there. Um, I, I really want to take advantage of it. I'm just trying to decide like a top three games that I'll buy. <laughs> I, I've really gotten into um, buying physical copies of games over the past couple years again. Hmm. Uh, for a while, I mean, when I got my Xbox One, 
I was buying digital left and right <laughs> and left and right. That was the majority of my library. I even bought Halo 5 digitally, which I was surprised by because I've always purchased things digital, uh, physically. Okay. Um, but over, like I said, like the past year or two, I've getting back, gotten back into physical, which is the only reason I might be straying away from how good the sale is. But at the same time, it's almost too good to pass up. I'll why, say why that. Why physical all of a sudden? I, I think I just... My dream is to have a couple bookcases... Okay. Where I can just display everything that I own. Like, mm. anything that I really like to kind of take pride in. It's a little nerdy of me. But, I mean, there are just some games out there that are near and dear to my heart. And I just kind of want to have them for myself and just be able to, like, oh, there they are. I want to be able to alphabetize them and organize them any way I want. <laughs> and just kind of have them there and just to enjoy the box art. Because when it's digital... I mean, yeah, when you go to select the game you want to play, you see the box art for that one second, but then it's kind of gone. Yeah. There are some games also out there. It, I love it when developers do this, when they actually decide to have a reverse um, cover. Yeah. Like when you flip it, you could take it out, reverse it, and then put it back in the game case. Mm-hmm. I love doing that too. Okay, when there's a game that has a worth a worthwhile uh, reverse cover, I'll do that. It's just a little thing I like to that do. That is really cool. I don't fuck know. all that. It's a nerd. It's thing, too much clutter. But I love fuck it. Fuck this shit. It's it, just space that I don't. I know. It's just more shit that's going to take up space. Absolutely. I don't the, need it. The, I don't need that in my life. The, the, that's why I personally I want to wait till I have a couple bookcases before I do it. <laughs> but I need to do it because I'm, as you know, I have a lot of clutter, and I need to declutter <laughs> big time. Yeah. Yes. Or at least condense it, organize it, make it more efficient. Which is why I think a shelf or two could help. That's all. That's all. This is the homemaking portion of the yes, podcast. Yes, there we go. Hi there. <laughs> but anyway, of course, if you have any questions or topics you want us to bring up for future episodes and our next episode for that matter, yep. let us know on Twitter and Instagram. Where can they find us, Peter? What the places you said just now. <laughs> he and knows more. our handles for sure. Don't put me on the spot. It's like really that. simple. At ST Geek Pod. Yeah. That's S T G E E K P O D on Twitter and Instagram at ST Geek Pod. You can even also email us if you're not a big uh, social media person. That's ST Geek Pod at gmail.com as well. So, yeah, if you have any questions or topics you want us to bring up, do let us know. Happy like this to- next topic. Surprise! Which Surprise is? topic. One more thing. Please. Brand new game announced at Tokyo Game Show. Oh, I'm hyper. Breaking news that was two or three days old at oh, this no. point. There's a new Resident Evil oh, game. Oh, I thought you were going to bring it up. Yes, we're doing it. We're bringing that up. <sighs> Project Resistance. Even though the R and the E aren't capitalized, they probably should be. Yeah, they definitely should be. Project Resistance. What Man, do you think about it, AJ? You've seen the trailer? I appreciate you asking. And I have seen the trailer. I've seen gameplay. And honestly... I mean, I I look I didn't forward. know there was gameplay. I didn't see gameplay. I look forward to be proven wrong, but I think it's a misstep. It looks okay. I've seen the cinematic trailer, and that's all I've seen. It feels like a Left for Deady kind of game, Dead but, by but, Daylighty, yeah, Seven Days to Die, yes, kind of in that whole vein, but kind of mixed in with. Uh, did you ever play uh, Resident Evil Outbreak for the PlayStation 2? I remember when it came out. I remember watching the E3 announcement, but I did not play I it because it didn't it seem either. worth my money. I didn't. I, I, at the time, I was all about Resident Evil. Okay. But the only reason Respect. I didn't play it is because I didn't have an internet connection. Sure. And I also, even if I did, I was a dumb. I was so inexperienced with that shit at that time yeah. that I didn't even know how to hook up my PlayStation to, to, 
to internet. It wasn't as easy back then. No, no. You needed if if it did have Wi-Fi, you would need an adapter to do it. Yes, you did. You know you what I mean? To buy so, like a separate attachment to the back. Is either that or Ethernet? Ethernet cables. Exactly. Mm. So I, I totally get you. As there. common as they are these days, yeah. Back then, <laughs> for consoles in particular. I'm surprised my dumbass was able to figure out how to get my original Xbox online, but Ethernet cables were a thing, so it worked out. Yeah. yeah, that was like actually my first Amazon purchase ever back in the day. Damn, was okay. Was that I think it was like a sixty foot Ethernet cable to play Jesus Halo Two Christ. online. Yeah, sixty footer to reach one end of my house to another. At the time, it was probably expensive too. I, I you know, I, I think I remember being surprisingly impressed by the price. It was on Amazon. It might have been like. Twenty dollars. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't Not that bad. bad. Maybe yeah. because it was just some generic piece of shit. Maybe. But I mean, it worked. I was able to play Halo Two, so I was good with it. And whatever. Right. And I was able to land land with it too. You for ever Halo go to One. a store? What? Like you ever go to a store? You worked at Target, like yeah. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ever like go to the uh, the electronic section and they they they. they they sell like HDMI cables that are like optimized for gaming. You yeah. take your gaming to the next level, and I've it's like ne- I've double actually the never price. Seen that. No, I've no, never it, seen it, that. oh yeah, they exist. Well, and then it's like it's a fucking HDMI cord. It's the same. It, they're all gonna work the same. I'm gonna be a little nitpicky and say they are surprise. Different. Big H- surprise. I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> Me nitpick things? Yeah. What? The quality Shocker. of things? No, but I, I will say this. There are actually high-level HDMI cables they have for like gold, sure. like ends at the end of them. It depends on how many optimized. carrots are involved. The thing is also, uh, the, the gold does conduct better. skepticism right Gold now. does conduct better. However, there is one problem with gold plating in that it does wear out faster. It, it means it, you get a higher enchantment level, but it's not as durable. It breaks <laughs> sorry, easier. Sorry, headphone users. I left right in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> I blew out your car speakers Minecraft right now. Minecraft references. Yes, we got those. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway. But no, I mean, uh, they, are, they technically do have higher speeds and stuff like that. They do. How they much do. higher? Technically is... I'm not that well-versed. I just... I'm, I'm I would like, imagine it's I'm not like very much. I'm like entry-level TV geek. I'm entry-level. I'm like fundamental, not even fundamental. I'm like preschool, <laughs> kindergarten TV geek. Okay. I, 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 I know enough to get by. Like if you wanted to buy a nice TV, which you're already buying, I could point you in a good direction. That's what I could do for you. I have HDMI cables are so cheap now. I have so many. I don't know. I should probably get rid of five, at least five of them. I have way more than I'll I I'll take them. And they all fucking work the same i love hdmi each one i've swapped them out multiple times they all they all do the same i fail i've never once purchased an hdmi cable and thought damn i must be missing out this doesn't work this doesn't yeah where can i get a better quality hdmi (laughs) cable they all fucking work they They they, they, they do they do the job they're made to do but there are some that feed data a certain way that make it a little better the the conduction rates better how what does that mean what is the conduction rate how does that improve my gameplay there's less lag that doesn't sound right it's true i know tvs have lag but there's a lag from the signal of going to like for instance your blu-ray player or console that happens to be a blu-ray player to reaching the tv to reaching the speakers and all of that it does make a difference wi-fi has a lag and also the clarity level the clarity level is also a thing i need i need a side i'm calling bullshit i need a side-by-side comparison a la fucking back in the day when they were like ps3 versus xbox 360 graphics i know right you ever see those videos or yeah it doesn't matter such i mean i if i'm not mistaken I think the Xbox original was the stronger of the three consoles for that generation. 
could be wrong, but I believe that was the case. M- maybe. I think it had right. a little more horsepower behind it. Horsepower isn't everything. But the PS3 also, it had a, an underutilized engine. PS3 or, technically or, um, had d- more horsepower than the 360, and it sucked. Yeah, it did. It was well, horrible. because it wasn't easy to develop for, if I'm not mistaken. It wasn't easy to develop for. I think the interface was crap. It had the same, it shared the PSP interface, and who the fuck had one of those? Mm-hmm. Which I heard yeah. is the same problem for the Xbox One this generation also. It's just not as easy to develop for, for whatever reason. It yeah. all comes back to gaming. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what were we talking about? I don't know. HDMI cable evil. bullshit. We're oh, yeah, Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Yeah, I'm disappointed. I, I just think, okay, look, at. I think it's a fun little departure that's cute. They want to do their Dead by Daylight thing, mm. their survival game, because that's what Resident Evil is. It's a survival horror game. But this, I feel like this takes away from the horror. I, I, don't get me wrong. I think it would be something super fun for like us as friends to all get online and play together. Mm. And that, that would be super hype. And like, be like, oh my god, fuck you for <laughs> sending out that zombie horde to me. Right. I hate you. Not Mr. X. Fuck you, Peter. But, you know what I mean? And right. apparently you get to control Mr. X too, which yeah. is tight. And some of the zombies also. Mm-hmm. I think it has fun ideas. I just the only reason I say it's a misstep is that you have Resident Evil 7, which apparently was like a blowout hit. Like an unexpected departure from what Resident Evil is known to be. It's the first. It is like the first like main series title Resident Evil first person shooter game, right? Yes. No. No. There no. was a first. There was there a main was series one, title. Well, not okay. Main series title. Okay. Yes, you were correct. There was a spinoff title. I believe oh, it was called okay. Resident Evil Survivor for the PlayStation. Oh, I'm not familiar with that one. Yeah, because it sucked. I know there's like the one. There's like the rail shooter that was for the Wii. I forget what that, that one was called. Was that a, that was an Umbrella Chronicles, was it? Yeah, I believe it was. Oh, okay, Umbrella yeah. Chronicles. One and two and however many they made. That bullshit. But anyway, but but apparently, I haven't played it yet, but it actually, speaking of which, that sale I talked about earlier, that game is on sale for like 15 bucks or something like that. 30 mm-hmm. bucks tops. Um, so Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. I was like, what? This is Resident Evil? It doesn't seem like Resident Evil. I beat Evil. that game. I've heard it's great. I was at Glenn's house. I was visiting him, and we, we played through it in a in a day. We, wow. The whole day. We just played it straight through. I could not put it down. I loved, you loved it so it? much. Yeah. I'm, see, see, that's what I'm talking about. They have a game as well-renowned as that. They re-released Resident Evil 2, which who would have thunk that would have ever happened? Yeah. And apparently that game is seriously well-acclaimed also and highly rated. I, I still need to play that Me one. Me too. And I want to because it looks insane they took, which also is on sale for that sale yeah, i mentioned earlier they took resident evil 2 updated the graphics and then gave it a resident evil 4 engine right like that's a recipe for success if i've ever fucking heard one and it looks like it it looks yeah. amazing it looks spectacular like it's i love how crazy they went from resident evil 7 let's shake it up and make resident evil something different than it's ever been before mm-hmm. and then let's make resident evil 2 again and make it like resident evil 4 and it's it's two different games one right after another that are spectacular for different reasons Mm -hmm. and then there's this game which just seems kind of inspired but also uninspired it just seems like it's it's nothing original which is what i feel like resident evil kind of was leaning towards is some sort of level of originality and i guess like a, a level up is what capcom has taken with these titles don't get me wrong i want to support capcom through thick and thin kind of but at the same time i just Something about it just seems a little cheap to me. Okay, so you've seen the a gameplay and I yeah. haven't. So yeah. what exactly is going on in this gameplay? It's Left for Dead slash Dead by Daylight slash Seven Days to Die. Have That's you played Dead by Daylight? No, I haven't played any of them, but I've watched gameplay of Dead by Daylight. Dead by I watched Daylight our buddy actually, Diego play it. 
it's actually a lot of fun. It's I, like Glenn's I, favorite game of all time. Again, I feel the same way about Dead by Daylight that I do this that, that's upgame not a game in that. By I feel the way. like it's fun to play with friends, and I don't knock it for that. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm, I guess, I'm just a little disappointed because it just seems like it, it's a fun multiplayer game to play. They sure. make money nowadays. You mm-hmm. have Fortnite, you have your Apex Legends, you have your everything else nowadays. Dead sure. by Daylight and all that. It just seems like another knockoff one of those, uh, which is fine. Okay. I think it'll be nice to have a, a fun new Resident Evil entry into the series. Right right now or into the universe of re but and i i just look forward to re8 when it when and if that ever comes about next right. gen obviously mm-hmm. at this point but sorry i've ranted long enough how do you feel about it i mean you're you've seen gameplay and i haven't i just saw okay. the trailer and i got those vibes left for dead dead by daylight kind of kind of vibes from it what was the what's the game that it's somewhat loosely based off from re of old uh, you Outbreak. mentioned the title. Thank you, Resident Evil Outbreak, which was like an MMORPG kind of entry in the series. It's kind it, of and, like that, and it was good enough to warrant a sequel. They made a second one. Okay, so yeah, it looks a lot like that. The only thing is, though, for it being like hey, you mentioned, Outbreak was kind of MMO esque. Yep. With MMO, I think customization and such, and okay. the, the demo gameplay I watched didn't seem to be very customization friendly okay it was more so just like kind of like left for dead what i will say this about left for dead to defend it but let me just compare it first and that there are certain specific characters and they have their own class and that's just what they're good at which is not necessarily i wouldn't say left for dead necessarily had classes of playable characters that you had but i would say that they at least had personalities and I, I maybe that's what they're going for with this. I was kind of looking forward to just customizing your own character a little bit. And this seems like it's not going to be that. Yeah. Hopefully they brought that in. But as of yet, it doesn't seem to be the case. I was never a big fan of Left 4 Dead. Oh, I, I, I love the first one. I, I, think, never, I never played two, but the first one was great. I hadn't really thought about it till now, but I think that might be the reason. I, don't, I think there was mm. it's just like no matter what character you played as, it was just the, it was, the mechanics were all the same. I think if it had had some character... Uh, customization in it i think i would have enjoyed it more maybe so i i will like like i said it just if i could defend it at all the characters you do get at least in the first one again i can't speak for the second never played it but and you get some returning characters but they were lovable kind of characters to a degree you no, don't get much lore like with them at all you know what i love i i realized this about myself i love games where the lore is very very subtle you would love bloodborne I you already like did good at it being able to figure out what's going on like and, and and it may it blows my mind that developers would even do some of these things like the small attention to details like this this a fucking box is placed over here because some one dude delivered it there so okay that's a dumb example but but like, snake's dead... actually hiding underneath it he's yeah. part of this universe yeah. sorry <laughs> i don't know a dead body's over here on the corner because the boss that you're gonna fight like three levels from now was actually the one who killed that dude or right. some shit like, like maybe stuff it has like that. a weapon that the boss uses in the bot in the carcass yeah and then you find out oh shit that belonged to that guy oh yeah. shit just little shit like that i love and then it also a lot of games do that these days um freaking the dead by daylight we were just talking oh, about really? the characters actually have have some relationships oh, with each other. Oh, that's neat. Okay. Um, like they have like banter with one another or what is it? I, I don't know where it comes from, but I know the community's like figured stuff out. Oh, that's cool. Um, Destiny was like that in the early days. Uh, the, the multiplayer for Black Ops 3 actually had like a lot of stuff, like just the way characters interacted with each other. Overwatch has done that. Um, oh, of course. Well, Overwatch also has CGI like mini movies. Which kind of give when the game deeper first came the out, game. there was only so many of those. But the oh, okay. banter between characters, you can figure stuff out. Like this guy's related to that. Like before the, 
Well, there are um, siblings in the game and such, and oh, lovers, yeah. if I'm That's not what mistaken. I mean. yeah. Like, I, I just fucking love when games do that. It's fucking great. It's so oh, much yeah. fun, and it just keeps me personally engaged, invested in the universe. Of course. No, I, I totally agree. One, one aspect of gaming that I feel needs it more, but I love when it happens are fighting games like mm-hmm. when you have character like match intros like Mortal Kombat obviously does it to an extreme it T injustice like NetherRealm Studios even though I'm not the biggest fan of how their games work mm-hmm. I love the lore that they put into them they put so much love in their games they like, really I, I'm do. very very similar to you I I mean I respect the Mortal Kombat franchise for what they are yeah. the injustice games are fantastic yeah. Not really my cup of tea, but yeah. oh my god, do they put so much love and attention to detail to these characters. They know each other. They yeah. hate each other. They love each other. Mm-hmm. They're disappointed in each other. You you understand an idea of what their relationship is to one another. Yeah. It's so cool. I love that they can do stuff like that. And they take the time to win in Street Fighter, even though I more prefer Capcom fighting game styles and stuff like that. You don't really get that much love in that interpersonal communication between characters. You so do much. in very much more subtle ways. Yeah, at, at least, it, and even so, I don't think even all of them have it though. At least in entries previous to five, I didn't play much of five. I didn't like it. Uh, I was very disappointed with it. But that's a whole another. Yeah, we can get into a that lot of other time. people are disappointed with it as well but i hear it's better now but i don't even care anymore sure. but anyway games previous like yeah they're, they're pretty great in street fighter 3 i think in particular was pretty good if you played ryu versus ken they do a cool like little fist bump yep. like before they fight uh hugo versus alex they would do like a standoff chesty thing because they're both wrestlers. i've never seen that yep in three in third yes, strike in third strike oh that sounds sick so fun fact i've Hugh, never seen hugo's that. actually based on uh andre the giant yes and alex is based on hulk hogan yes so that is in reference to their wrestlemania match where they did the exact same thing they went uh, like chest to chest and had like a standoff that's before they cool actually wrestled that's cool little shit like that i love it that's pretty tight i mean for another one again super like it's you have to be lucky to have experienced it and be surprised because now it's on youtube and stuff but like Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. You know, uh, one of my favorite fighting games. It's totally been trashed by the community for good reason. You know, it, for as great as I think the battle system is, at the same time, it did not have as much love as it should have had. But you get like supers like uh, Winter Soldier's Super Level 3, which happens to include Captain America if he's on your if team. He's on your, yeah. That's fun little stuff like that. That mm-hmm. you gotta love. Like, oh shit, they just yeah. made that happen. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I do appreciate little things like that. When, when games can do that but i will say again i i talked about it slightly for a second earlier but if you like stuff like that play a bloodborne you own a ps4 i play do it. the the lore in there like it's there but you have to go looking for it a little bit and it's some it's it's just not on the nose it's just it's not a game there are cutscenes in it every now and then but the story isn't told by them it's more so told by like the atmosphere that that surrounds you and right. the and, and, like the items you pick up. It might have like a piece of lore and like, oh, this reference is that. That reference is that. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, these came from the same place, which was from a society that existed once upon a time, mm-hmm. or, or that I'm rivaling now. I, I w- and Dark Souls. I mean, all from from software. I would just recommend those games to a T because I, I believe you, you've never really played through a Dark Souls before, have you? No, or Bloodborne for that matter. You, you only, touched it once a couple years ago. Yes, and that was the only experience I've had with a from software game. I will say this. I, I know as, as your friend, you're a big fighting game guy mm-hmm. to a degree. And I will say I think Bloodborne is a great example of fighting game 
mechanics but put in like a 3d plane i guess you could call that a 3d fighter and I've but it's seen not like it too. that like it's it's more about patience and choosing your your shots at the yes. right time respecting your opponent sometimes. yes exactly it's like it's like you're playing footsies with the cpu the Footsie, entire time the game for yeah. sure mm-hmm. exactly so I, I, i'd have to agree but yeah <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about for this episode? Uh, Shall we call it? Oh boy, yeah. I think. How long is this one? It's an hour eleven at the moment of it's recording. Not it's not bad. We're not having a topic, really. That's not bad at all. Yeah. This okay. episode brought to you by friendship. Yes. There Ding. we go. Speaking <laughs> of friendship, you know the. the, the I uh, hate you. I'm out of here. <laughs> What's up? Um, the thing I love about games like that, in particular, <laughs> is how it just builds a community. Like, you see, get people like on Reddit and oh, on like blogs and stuff just talking and be like, hey, I found this. Like, that's pretty cool, right? And like, you just got people sharing what they found. Mm-hmm. Um, another good example mm-hmm. of what does that is um, when. When the community tries to figure stuff out, like the the zombie games, the zombie sections of Call of Duty games, oh sure, at sure. least the ones by Treyarch, like those little Easter eggs that they hide, and then they don't they don't say anything about. <laughs> they just let the community go in there and just figure shit out. Like, oh, I found this. What does this do? I'm supposed to take it over here, and that activates this thing, and now we're supposed to take this item and do th- like people just. Or at least they used to. I don't. I haven't really kept up with it in recent entries. I'm sure it's still. But there. I remember back in it. Yeah. I remember back in the day, they legit said, here's a new map, figure it out. That's cool. They give you the tools, but it's up to you to play with them. Yeah, to figure out what the hell you're supposed to do. Like, I love shit like that. That's so tight. cool. No, it does. It brings that community aspect to where, like, again, it takes people to experiment to figure shit out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I've, there are several IPs that I feel that way about. Like, for instance, Cloverfield, a movie series that's kind of pretty known to be vague up until Paradox came out, which answered <laughs> too many questions in a very shitty way. Um, it's fine. We all had fun with it. <sighs> Fun is not the word I could use for myself personally, <laughs> yeah. but I'm a nitpicky son not, of a bitch. Yeah, but um, but I will say I love putting that together and reading like blog threads of what the hell everything the fuck means in this yeah. in those first two movies. Like, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. How did this occur? What happened? What is that that fell from the sky at the end of the movie? Why did this thing awake? How do we know it's just a baby? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I, uh, there's so many aspects like that in gaming, in cinema, etc. I, I love it. Absolutely. Did I tell you the story about how... Okay, so Glenn... Myself and my uh, girlfriend at the time. This was years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, remember when Cloverfield first dropped? A, I feel like I talked about this before. Whatever you're hearing it a second time. I don't care. I'll talk about Cloverfield all day. <laughs> uh, when Cloverfield, the very first trailer came out, people were just like, "What the fuck is yep. this movie? Yep. Holy shit! This yep. looks amazing!" And they didn't show the monster. You just like, "What? What is this?" You don't know exactly what's happening. Just no, New York. It is looks under like attack. some generic like some generic movie this one dude's like moving to japan for a new job and then just shit starts happening and you see the fucking statue of liberty's head get thrown into the street i don't even remember it saying cloverfield at the end of the trailer or anything like that i don't think it did i think it just gave you a date it was yes. or something i think yeah, so it was and people were just like what the fuck is this shit and, it was original as hell and they announced a second trailer was gonna play before the movie beowulf yes and Glenn, myself, and my girlfriend at the time went to go see this horrible, horrible, <laughs> horrible, horrible fucking movie just so that we could see that trailer. It's a long, horrible movie, too. It's a too. fucking... T- it's so bad. It's torture. It's so awful. I mean, you could have watched the trailer and bounced. I, t- I contemplated it. I seriously was just like... I was very... I was much more optimistic back then. I'm like, maybe it'll get good. 
maybe it'll improve as the movie goes. It doesn't. It's so horrible. Yeah, not even don't Anthony Hopkins that can movie. save that movie. Not even, ironically, don't ever watch that movie. Right. I will say this. I actually, <laughs> I have to admit, I saw that movie opening night with a good friend of mine. And we went back the next day to see it in 3D. That's what we, we, I'll say this because again, naive, how nitpicky I am boy. with animation and stuff like that and CGI, for the time, it was a visual marvel. At the time, marvel. it was pretty incredible. It was a visual marvel. You couldn't and pay I, me I to think see today, that movie a second time. It's still pretty good to a degree. Some aspects. <laughs> the details are pretty extreme. I think it's aged quite a bit. I haven't seen it since then. But I will say, for the time, it was pretty spectacular looking, which is why we were so like enamored by it. But other than that, yeah, I will definitely say it was a slow movie. Dialogue is so fucking weird. The it was plot a gimmick. Is so bizarre. I know it's based on like a folklore thing, it but is. it's not good. A good movie. It yeah. is not good at all. Nah, I agree. Angelina Jolie. They somehow tricked Sir Anthony Hopkins into that movie, and <laughs> yeah. they, they, again, they couldn't even save that film. Yeah. No. I agree. Not good. <laughs> what made us get to Beowulf? I forget. Oh, Cloverfield. That's right. Yeah. No, but I, I do remember that. Originally, I think the first time it dropped, I could be wrong, might have been either for Beowulf or for Transformers 1. And that, that those were the movies that dropped for the first trailer and then mm. secondly for Beowulf, like you mentioned. Right. And yeah, I just remember being like, what the fuck am I about to watch? Like, what is this? I want to find out more. Yeah. And I remember Googling it and... All these other millions of people were freaking out, too, wondering mm-hmm. what the hell this was. And then, sure enough, I went to go see the movie, fell in love with it. And I remember being in chat rooms and not not necessarily chat rooms, but again, looking up blogs and just like comment threads about people wondering what the hell this thing, like what the movie was, what it meant, what happened. Did everyone die at the end? Did they yeah. not? What the hell? I don't know. Just, But again, just community driven hype mm-hmm. and lore built around what people kind of look for. That's what kind of that was I'm sure there was plenty I'm sure they existed beforehand, but I think that was my first experience with that similar experience. As well as just SRGs in general. Like like a, a marketing team being so clever and so smart that they actually have puzzles for communities to like find and figure out. Uh oh yeah. Destiny's had a few. I always oh, bring really? up Destiny. Destiny's my game. I love that game. I I I can't wait for Destiny three if and if and when it ever comes. Probably next year. They haven't announced anything, but just the way the roadmap has been for the franchise so far, more than likely. You it'll think be they will game. make a third game? They would. They yeah, they're gonna have to. They're, They've said it, it themselves. If they can't release expansions for part two forever, eventually the file size is gonna get too big. <laughs> like they're gonna eventually just have to make a new game. Gotcha. And it, I'm. It's pretty pretty safe to say it will be next year. Is Bungie doing anything else besides Destiny right now? No, I think that's where their all of their time and energy is going. Hey man, I, I I will say this, even it's so though good now. I appreciated so good. Destiny One for what it was. Shadowkeep. So I want I wanted to get into I wanted to get into the second one, but I heard the launch was poor, and so I was like, well, I guess I'm not going to invest my time and money into this. Well, but I got like some said, news for you, AJ. Please. Starting October first, they're going to make it so that. I think I've talked about this before, but a long time ago. Yes, but they've they've announced some new things to go along with it. So, awesome! You're gonna be able. New players will be able to jump in, and they'll have the same light level as everybody else level playing field. The level cap that is there right now, all of the gear that you obtain will be that light level. Okay, World meaning, of Warcraft does that. Cool. Meaning that you will be able to play all of the, all of the, um, all of the expansions that sure. have been released so far. Mm-hmm. 
right out the box. You get to do every, and that's a lot of because you'd be eligible as far as your level is concerned. And all that. yeah, there's two years worth of content, and Shit. it's a lot. And there's a lot of cool stuff in there. Some not some better than others. Sure, some sure. aren't so good, but that's a lot of fucking content. And on top of that, it's going free to play. As of October 1st, it's free to play. Jump in. Experience all this shit that a lot of people missed out on because of all the poor reviews, which are fair. Again, it launched very poorly. Okay. Um, similar to the first game. <laughs> but it's it's if there was ever a time to at least dip your toes in it, see if you like it, nah, it it's October 1st. It's coming. A few weeks away. That is only a few weeks and away. The, and the new expansion comes out the same day. That you would have to pay for. But again, you can just dip your toes, see if you like it. And if you do, there's more stuff. to You can buy the expansion. You got even more. And there's crossplay. So, that launched a couple weeks ago, actually. Or cross-save, not crossplay. Oh, okay, okay. Well, hold on a second. So you're saying free-to-play. Where's the buying aspect of it? So the new expansion, a new expansion is also launching on October 1st. You did say that. That expansion you have to pay for. Okay, that that sounds fair. But what, everything what that's been released so thus far. What are, like, where are the microtransactions at? Um, like for buying loot and stuff like that? Or like loot boxes? You, the, you can buy I cosmetics. don't mind. I, I buy loot boxes for games sometimes. You can buy, you can buy like cosmetics and stuff. Or okay. There's like skins that you can buy. Use oh, it's nothing like pay to win or anything like that? Oh, no. Like where you buy a Galahorn or whatever? No. I don't know if the Galahorn is like relevant anymore, but it's, I remember It doesn't that. exist in 2. Oh, no? Okay, no. there you go. That's there, out, there were some out of the loop I am. There were some rumors a while ago that it was going to come back and then it never did. Maybe in the future. Who knows? But Maybe in 3. That'll be like the hype thing they show in the trailer. That would probably be... I would. I would guess they would probably do it at the tail end of Destiny 2's, like, yeah, I think that's... Final hurrah? Yeah. That'd be sick. Okay. Well, then there you go. I'm, I, again, like you said, if there there have been multiple games where I've talked about, where I've thought, at least in my head, like, oh, I wish my friends would get into this. It's the perfect time to get into it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't, I'm not trying to like push it on my nerdiness on anybody, but as someone who's played the first one a little bit and never gotten into the second one, it seems like, like you said, the perfect reason to. But my, my worry is that Maybe for a newbie like me to the second one, at least, it's so much at once. Would I even like be able to comprehend everything? Like, shit, That's what, what the you fuck do me. I even do first? I'll, I, I'll be your Sherpa. Gotcha. I'll be your Peter, the way I was to John in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. <laughs> oh, I like that. Nice. Mm-hmm. You heard him, John. You hear that, John? <laughs> Are you still playing with the gerbil? Gerbil? I don't stutter. <laughs> gotcha. I think he's fallen asleep. He's so out of energy. He's wrestled with it along enough to, for enough time. Oh, yeah, it's burrowed back in. Yeah. Oh, he's mm. so warm and cozy in there. That's cute. All snuggled up. <laughs> Are you ready to call it, sir? I think so. All right. What remember are we talking about we, next week? Remember when we tried to wrap it up? Uh, wrap it up thirty minutes ago. I know, right? <laughs> what, what are we covering next week? We, uh, next we, week we were going to talk about Dark Crystal this week. It didn't work out. So Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance on Netflix. If you have not yet watched it, watch it because we will more than likely be talking about it next week. In, in about two in two weeks. Sure. Next week it's going to be either oh you're right Last Ad Astra Blood or Ad Astra. Odd Astra, Ad Astra. Astra, however it's pronounced. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll take Odd Astra. I don't know. And Which, then, by the or, way, or the, the Rambo film. Was it First Blood? Last Blood? Last Blood. Last Blood. So Last Blood or Odd Astra, which, by the way, means star side. Cool. Thank you. I've been meaning yep. to look it up. I appreciate that. Oh, no. There's a... No, it's a, it's a they say it in Destiny. So oh, really? Parodasi Ad Astra. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> but I respect Or at least a you. YouTuber who does Destiny content says it all the time. I believe it. I believe <laughs> it. It's a thing. Shout, all out, right, shout out to my name is Bife. Nice. There you go. 
free ad right there. Yep. Anyway, again, if you have any questions or topics you want us to bring up, hit us up on sdgeekpod um, at gmail.com if you want. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at sdgeekpod as well. Let us know what you want us to talk Don't about. Don't forget We're to happy give us a rating it. on yeah. any whatever platform you listen to podcast on. It helps us out a lot. We really appreciate you it. Can. Yeah, leave a, leave a little review if you will. Let us know yes, what you like. Please do. What we can improve upon. We're happy to listen. Maybe Thank we'll you so read much. our first review. If, I'd be totally If it's down. positive. Or maybe if it's negative even. We'll see. We'll see how negative. Hell yeah. Until then, we'll see you on episode 50 next Jesus week. Jesus Christ already? Damn, we're coming up on a year? Coming up on Holy a year, shit. my friend. Damn. It's been a crazy journey Fuck so far. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a year. Fuck my life. To many more. Testy Geek. We'll yeah. see you then. Later. Later. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. Check your booty. booty. That was so good. <laughs> I always appreciate it when it's on point like that.